Do I need to shout? Oh no, you're better now. I'll just toggle that. Just tweak the little nipple. So you, so, so you have my nipple all the way down, yeah? Uh, yeah, I've just tweaked it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to tell you a story. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> so before, when I was waiting for you at the station, I went into Tesco's just to do some shopping. And there was this guy playing really, really loud music. And... I wanted to make a call to sort out some business stuff for the podcast. And as well, my legs are poorly at the moment, so I need to sit down. And there's just this one seated area and this knobhead was like cranking out his tunes, thinking he was some kind of DJ for this area in London. And I said, excuse me, sir, are you okay? I was such a Karen. (laughs) Excuse me, sir, are you okay to just maybe wind the window up? There's a bit of noise pollution going on and I just want to make a phone call and I'm 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 really sorry. And he said, Who the fuck do you think you are, blood? Or like <laughs> he's, he was like, Who the fuck do you think you are? Like Bruv. look at the state of you asking me to turn my music down. Well don't if it's any constellation, I'm literally on frigging crutches and not one person stood up for me on the tube. Oh. I got on a busy tube and not one person stood up for me. I'm literally stood there like holding on to the middle like pole, like hugging it like this on one foot like that with my crutches just flinging everywhere. It's not good. Not a good look, no. Anyway, welcome back to Sexonomic and we have a returning guest today. A lot of you really like her. Her name is... Esme! It's Esme, bitch. <laughs> uh, thank you for those decibels. That's all right. So today we're gonna speak about our worst dates. We thought that it was time to maybe just have more of a casual catch-up because I know you guys really love the more factual episodes, but sometimes, you know... It can't be fucked. <laughs> Sometimes it's just nice to catch up and see how things have been going. Yeah. But also dating in this industry is kind of wild. Dating in general is hard. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, 100%. Well, how's your 2024 been so far? Um, Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Landed myself up on some crutches. Okay. Thank you, TFL Rail. She slipped getting onto a train and she shanked her leg into the gap. Yeah, it went yeah. in between the train and the gap. But, you know, Southwestern Rail, they love to have uh, two foot drops in between the platform and the trains. So, yeah. I don't have my nails done and I'm working, which is diabolical. But babe, I had my acrylic nails taken off. Uh, what April last year because I ripped my little nail my baby fingernail off completely with the acrylic and I was like that is it I've had my nails taken off haven't had them done since and you know what they're fine nobody even notices Mm. like nobody actually notices if you have your nails done or not in the club well we're also in a recession now so I think you can understand if I've not got my nails done it's too expensive (laughs) it's like 50 quid a go I'd say 37 for me personally on these nail shops up this road yeah 37 the ones by me are like 50 have you watched Saltburn no and I will not watch it (laughs) why not why because I just don't see the hype in it okay but you've not watched it so you can't comment no but I've seen the trailer and I just fell asleep pretty much so it's not enticing you no I don't see I feel like it's People have overhyped it, so I feel like I'm actually going to get myself like, oh my god, I really need to watch this, I really need to, and when I watch it, I'm just going to be disappointed. What have you heard about it? 
not much because no. no i don't every time somebody talks to me about it i'm like i haven't watched it and they're like oh okay well i'm sure a lot of people have watched it i've watched it and it is really good but it's a bit dirty is it like three six five days no it's l- it's less than that but yeah see i don't want to watch it <laughs> that's the i'm only- sorry like if you're gonna go like a sexy film you've got to go all the way or not at all like high speed come on <laughs> we want you i want to know about that dungeon like show me that red room <laughs> well spoiler alert in saltburn he drinks the bath water that his friend jizzes into and he goes down on a girl yeah. on her period oh wow that's so tame <laughs> and what else does he do um oh and he fucks a grave oh wow okay he's a necrophiliac but i suppose the, <laughs> the more enticing thing about this film is that you wouldn't expect it from the poster on the outside i think it's more it looked like a certain type of film and then when you watched it was more shocking i think that's why it's got so much buzz and yeah it just sounds a bit tame to be honest right in comparison to what i've seen well what have you seen (laughs) i've not seen anyone get mutted out on their period oh i've seen that in real life when um it was at my friend's birthday party i walked into full moon uh going down on her but we all knew she was on her period so and the fact is he had blood all stained in his beard as well so yeah like it's that's like nothing (laughs) in a film (laughs) like i've seen it in person babes give me that rainbow kiss (laughs) how are you feeling about this have you heard about this new tiktok trend it's called like clean girl aesthetic Jesus Christ, fucking clean girl aesthetic is the exact same as like a mob wife aesthetic. And the clean girl aesthetic is literally what I've been doing for years without it actually being an aesthetic. But thanks to TikTok, I'm now a trend. I don't like clean girl aesthetic. I think it's bullshit. I think it's actually really toxic. Oh no, 100% it's so toxic. But the thing is, I've been this supposed clean girl aesthetic for years before it was actually aesthetic but where, and where, now i don't want to be it because everybody else is trying to be it but where's your slick back bun babes you don't need to have a slick back bun it's like the makeup style mm-hmm. it's not just like the hairstyle as well but then again like when i have my hair straight and i do slick back ponies all the time just because you wear a matching lululemon set and you put your hair in a slick back bun and you know you pretend to have your shit together for one day of the week does not make you a better person than me and that's what i feel like queen girl aesthetic is doing yeah it literally is like the thing is i've been wearing matching gymshark sets for years and having my hair in slip pack buns or even just like half up half downs and like it's very minimal makeup and it's like you know that whole my whole life is put together look curated yeah it's literally creating a look of my life's put curated 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 so you know like at a museum everything is curated shut up and stop being a creator (laughs) (laughs) it's creator (laughs) i'm not a creator (laughs) creator that's not what i said I think the problem I have with it moreover is around productivity. You'll find out because Esme has just got a new job. She's got a, I'm just going to say a professional job in a professional office. 
Yes, unfortunately. And for the meantime, <laughs> she'll be taking some naughty pictures for her OnlyFans in there as well. Oh, 100% <laughs> office pics go, like, up. I've actually just dropped a whole lot of outdoors um, content. Okay. So, yeah, that was great fun to shoot. <laughs> She's going to photocopy her arsehole and let you guys see if you pay. Oh, of course. <laughs> Just sub to my only fans. Well, obviously I have. Or slushy. <laughs> the whole point of this is I have an office job I do outside of dancing, outside of the pod. I work from home a lot, so I have to plan my time quite accordingly. And I've never been really good at organisation. I can do big organisation in terms of planning a year or something, but I'm not really good at the micro day to day stuff. It's not me. Yeah, neither. <laughs> you know. I'm not organised at all. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone what I'm going to eat for dinner. (laughs) But anyway, I feel like this clean girl aesthetic is, okay, well, unless you get everything ticked off on your tick list. Tick list. Oh, I make a to-do list every morning, yeah. No, but unless you, like, (laughs) cross time block, highlight with the right time codes and tick off all the 12 tasks you've done with their subheadings and taken three shits and had seven glasses of water gone for your walk and had your like green tea chai latte your matcha your matcha unless you've done all that you are a fucking failure and you need to go and change your life oh yeah but don't worry because we've got up at 5 a.m we've already gone to the gym and we've done everything we need to by 12 and then after 12 this clean girl aesthetic is gone and they're just lying in bed because realistically it's only for a video it is and that's the thing when you see those people doing oh a day in my life they're so fake they're obviously in bed so you see them waking up but babe you put the camera in the corner of the room to film you getting out of bed but that's fake because you've already gotten out of the bed to put the camera in the corner yeah and nine times out of the ten these spend a day with me it's like you've planned that day out specifically for content who goes to this place or this place or oh yeah i've just got a hot yoga session today or oh yeah i've just got this don't come do for today. my hot yoga oh, right don't, i'm <laughs> oh i'm not coming for hot yoga i love a bit of hot yoga <laughs> can't believe you started we should get hit up a class together so we should we should i love a bit of hot yoga it's so good for the soul but um, do you know what i mean to have like your yoga appointment then your nail appointment then your hair appointment then a dinner date in the evening that is so planned down to a t for content because nobody really would realistically in a day-to-day working person's life be doing that the the guy i decided to start beef with over his noise pollution who said look at the state of you in my mind i was like yeah look at the state of me i look homeless i'm coming out of tesco's with my washing liquid look at the state of me life is hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta clean your clothes girl (laughs) do you do do you think i want to be here this listening to your fucking shitty endubs rebrand whatever like do you think i want to be here mix (laughs) do you do you think i'm here wanting to listen to your shitty soundcloud beats no i'm not Mm, and he's probably doing it for clout i understand in your car playing music and the windows are closed. But why do boys specifically play their music really loud so everyone in the area can hear it? Can I just tell you that is a London thing? Well, no, it's not. No, it's, I, it's, it's specifically like 
So when I was living in Brighton, this mum wasn't driving a Bugatti. Yeah, it's all the shitty cars, right, that do it in Brighton. It was right? a zip car. <laughs> a zip car? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> a zip car. Man's got a zip car here. <laughs> a zip car is when you rent a car, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Go he on, can't go. even afford to have his own car. The beats weren't even good, babe. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. In Brighton, a lot of people used to do it. It would be the ones with the shitty cars that are trying to make an impression that have the music blaring in the windows rolled down. I think in London, everybody just does it to try and look like they're fucking some sort of it boy. But, but they're a shit boy. <laughs> well, he couldn't even answer my question. I said, I'll walk away and I'll let you play your beats, so to speak. Well, they are beats. They, they just, are beats, but they're not good beats. <laughs> but just tell me why you're doing it. Are you doing it to project value? Are you doing it to show off? Like, what's what's to the thing? To compensate his tiny penis. <laughs> and this guy is proper road man in a zip car. And then, like, at halfway through, he started trying to say, oh, you don't like it. Maybe come inside the car and listen and you'll enjoy it more. Like, you just said I look like a state and now you're trying to come under me like a car. Ew. But people, if they can't answer the question, then obviously they're doing it for a sketch reason. But anyway, clean girl aesthetic, not about it. I think as well, sometimes uh, you get up, and this is a bit deep, but you just don't feel like doing those things. I'm someone who doesn't leap out of bed and goes, yippee, like another day on planet Earth, and I should, you know. Every day, I get such bad procrastination. Sometimes I can spend hours and hours and hours in bed. I've woken up, I ain't even peed, I ain't got a drink of water, I ain't done nothing before I realise it's seven o'clock in the evening and I haven't moved since I woke up. (laughs) Well, I try and keep the mentality that another day is another opportunity and like that is a blessing. But in the morning, I really don't feel that way. And I'm someone obviously who does kind of more or less struggle with like mood in terms of that those kinds of things and i don't want to get too deep into it because you don't come here for like the mental health lectures but (laughs) no (laughs) not quite (laughs) but we are mental but (laughs) i'm just tired of the world projecting that i should be a bouncy happy person in the morning i'm not you're just not a morning person and that's absolutely fine i'm not either i don't like being made to feel shit for it and also like there's this other term that i've maybe identify with more and it's called like sleaze 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 all i'm thinking of is the insult you sleaze bag like that is was the biggest insult when i was like 14 (laughs) going around school oh go away you sleaze bag i know um we like clapped sleaze bag back in the day but no sleaze is more kind of it's not its own thing but it's in different subcultures at the moment so there's this new fashion trend called office sleaze so it's kind of wearing clothes that look like they could be for (laughs) no clothes that look like they could be for an office or they could be just for a social occasion so it's that sleaze vibe and people who aren't put together basically yeah but i wouldn't say you're not put together I feel very unput. I've got gaps in my fringe at the moment. Yeah, but a little bit of hairspray and a brush will do that. (laughs) This is what clean girl aesthetic makes me feel. It feels like if I've got a zit and I'm remotely gross and I'm not like winning at the gym and in life, then I am not clean girl aesthetic. It's really not very inclusive. 
no it's not and it's not realistic no it's not it's just another version of what has been before in terms of like oh if you don't go to your aerobics in the 80s and you know you're not you know doing your jane fonda workout you're not that you're not it and i don't like it yeah but unfortunately social media is also doing this to all of us (sighs) something really interesting and reoccurring that i've heard around a lot of content at the moment and I probably should get the stats up, but I'm pretty sure that you could pull them up, is that girls who are from ages 14 up to 24, so kind of that younger period of women, their mental health is most impacted by social media. So you mean Gen Zs? That's completely understandable. I'm not being funny, but social media standards are so unrealistic. But they're dangerous because you can see something that looks very normal, but it's tweaked out ever so slightly. Yeah, and Photoshop exists. Nothing you ever see on social media is actually real. You should always take it with a pinch of salt. Like we were saying, the get ready with me. Uh, Yeah, because a lot of the time they're faked for content and for clout. (laughs) But also, why are you sharing everything online? Like, there's pretty rich coming from me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't need to see everything. Like, some things are for me. And that's fine. I don't want you to see me taking a shit and drinking my chai latte in the morning. It's too invasive. absolutely fine. We don't need to see that either. (laughs) But some people just like to share that. You know, not everything is about everything. No, it's not. I feel like, obviously... That's why there is a study that's been going around at the moment that uh, Gen Z and Gen X, if they have not been in a serious, somewhat relationship of more than a, was it two years, by the time they are 25, they are less likely to get married, to have children, to have stable relationships and jobs due to the fact, like, all of this is down to social media basically and the fact that we're not actually communicating with people so if you haven't done that by the time you're 25 how are you going to be able to do that going forward because after you're 25 apparently you have less social skills you start going downhill (laughs) with all of that if you're not interacting with people and people aren't interacting with each other so if you've not had a relationship you're not gonna have one <laughs> pretty much is what they're saying but that's me no it's not i've i've not had a two-year but relationship you're in a relationship t- so you never know this could be the relationship that saves you from it oh you can't just out me like that you can't just tell everyone i'm in a relationship oh fuck shit <laughs> <laughs> just told the listeners that I like to keep some things to myself. It's all right. You can cut it. You can cut it. <laughs> Let no. me just go back. Let me go back. Let me start it. And people call them rellos these days. Rellos. <laughs> What's that? Rellos. Relationships. Oh, really? I thought, I thought we were just never getting past the situationships. Oh, stop. Like, stop. <laughs> So many failed situationships, and I'm not being funny, but so many of us Gen Zs and Gen Xs have such fear of rejection. (laughs) It's such a major thing. Well, there's also this instant dopamine hit of, I can go on Pinterest or I can go on Instagram or I can even watch movies that, you know, that's not a generational thing. That's an everything, everybody thing. But I can look at this idealised version of what a relationship should look like. And I won't settle for anything less than that. And that's really toxic because people aren't perfect. A hundred percent know your worth. 
right know your fucking worth all right and don't be going for people who are literally like emotionally abusive or things like that clear red lines yeah have your boundaries know your worth know that yes if you're feeling a bit sad and he they could go get you flowers and they want to go get you flowers to make you feel better that's something they're going to be doing but don't make that a constant thing of oh if he doesn't buy me flowers he doesn't like me i'm not worth it ready ready raw because it's not true but yeah sometimes you just have to tell the person you're with what's bothering you what wants what do you expect and it comes down to communication and this is what this study was saying that if you don't have the communication (laughs) you're not gonna be able to do it and if you're not actually talking to people because most people don't talk to each other i communicate through memes most of the time (laughs) i'm a culprit for it (laughs) i think some people can be quite avoidant now because the standard that they have rightly so is high and people should have a high standard but i have always said well unless like it's a hell yes it's it's a no like unless it makes complete sense you know and i feel compelled and i really really like the person i really fancy the person i'm not going to be in a relationship and i think as well sometimes as i've matured and i've got older i realized that you've got to learn to accept people for who they are well yeah if you don't what are you trying to change them into somebody else or no like trying to push an image of what you want onto that person because then that's just toxic grown up we grew up in a generation where you could buy a plastic guy and put them in your fridge and grow your own boyfriend Oh yeah, hundred percent. I used to grow my own boyfriends all the time. Yeah, I also I used, to used to have a little alien that I used to thought think if I put in the fridge, it would have a baby. <laughs> like we grew up in a fucked up generation, yeah, with shitty things like grow your own boyfriends and make your own families. I have seen grow your own penis. Yeah, and do you know what? We've also grown up in the generation where sex toys have become such a major thing. Who needs a boyfriend when you have a dildo? Yeah, but also, like, I miss the human interaction. Also, vibrators, I feel my orgasm... This is very intimate. I feel my orgasm is a lot better with another person than when a, with a vibrator. Maybe you just need a new toy. <laughs> Girl, I'm not being funny, but I would choose my Bella Air over any person any day. <laughs> I like the human interaction anyway. So this episode is all around our bad dates and bad experiences. And we kind of decided to do it because as we're recording this, we've just had Valentine's Day. And... (laughs) (laughs) Galentine's Day, she means, not Valentine's Day. I hate Galentine's Day. It's such like a... Like Karen's, no... It's, it's like girls supporting it's, it's, girls. No, it's too boss bitch culture, babe. Thing. All I don't right, like right. it. All right, it won't be Valentine's Day. What we'll do is we will go over to South Korea and we will do it how the Koreans do it, <laughs> because on uh, the fourteenth of February is the uh, Valentine's Day, and the males give the females the gifts. Then on the fourteenth of March, the females then buy the males the gifts that they have been gifted, and then on the fourteenth of 
well, it's after March, April, um, they have Singles Day. And then that is for everybody who didn't receive gifts on either days. And they basically go out and they dress in black and they basically mourn their singleness. Mourn their sexual lackers. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Sidetrack, sorry. (laughs) But we're doing this episode because like you can get quite caught up in valentine's day and you think that everything is about love and then if you're not with someone or you're not dating someone or you don't have plans then you're like what the fuck am i doing i'm a couch potato with no plans what's wrong with me you know and you don't have to feel that way because we're gonna tell you (laughs) the truth (laughs) of why it's quite bad out there yeah basically (laughs) so i'm gonna do a quick fire round with you and it's just to get your temperature around dating okay so in london what is a fair grace period for lateness i would say 15 to 30 minutes right 30 minutes with i'm about to walk out on leave um purely because of the fact public transport is crap right okay we've got the best in the world it's not crap but if one thing goes wrong it stands still you know like there was the fire alarm went off at green park on my way up here right and we were stopped before green park and we weren't able to clear green park for five minutes just because somebody pulled a fire alarm you're just gonna make them strike more as may when you slag them off like that well i'm sorry but all they do is sit on their ass anyway and they're just (laughs) we love you i love you i love tfl i really do but jesus christ just keep with the transport because it is some of the best in the world but little things do stop the whole system for long periods of time so yeah 15 to 30 minutes next one how many dates till sex if so i have a five date rule purely because i think obviously working as an escort and a sugar baby and i've slept with a lot of people for a lot of money not gonna lie and i think if i'm doing that in my personal life i want to know that you're actually interested in me and not interested in what i do or mm. why I do it. Is some of that of like emotionally letting people in? Yeah, it is sort of. Because obviously it's like if I'm going to have sex with somebody, I want there to be like a little bit of a connection, like not just money. <laughs> you mm. know, I want to have that physical attraction to somebody, even if I'm not, oh my God, you're absolutely fucking gorgeous i want to rip your clothes off i want to be able to have that intellectual attraction with you as well because mm. you know that works good too <laughs> and you're a massive slag if you do on the first day <laughs> no you're not a massive <laughs> slag if you do on the first day i'm not being funny but there's been dates that i've been on and i've slept with them on the first date because i know i'm not going to see him again and all i want is a cheeky little shag <laughs> <laughs> so but no if i'm actually serious like five dates okay five dates biggest put off on a first date you mean what gives me the ick when they walk in right (laughs) the mature way of saying what gives you the ick yes making me split 50 50 on the first date okay (laughs) i don't mind doing it going from the second date onwards but I think on the first date, because you have asked me out on the date to begin with and have set the time, the place, all the rest of it, you should be a gentleman and pay. If you're not going to, right? Also, how am I going to know that if I need the support later on down the line that you'd be able to pull your finger out your wallet and help me? 
you know i think it's a very big thing for me personally so i am like you i've always been like you in terms of whoever asks who out that's who pays and usually it's the guy asking the girl yeah out. yeah 100 percent. if i say right should we make a second date or would, do you want to go out again i'm willing to pay for myself at that mm. point but if the guy has asked me out on the first day and they have made the move they should be the one to pay well now i've changed a bit i've oh. changed oh no <laughs> go come on well it's only because of a good experience okay yeah okay so i'd been date well I, I have been dating someone and i always like offer to pay because you know in this day and generation going dutch is quite common and i remember one time i was like oh should i pay the bill i think it was like on the first time or should we split it or do you want some money for it or whatever i mean you always hope they say no (laughs) well yeah of course there is that hope but you kind of offer to pay half because if you're going out with someone you should be prepared to pay for half of the bill because mm-hmm. you, you don't know who this always pers- bring your own cash <laughs> you don't know who this person is and you you don't know if they expect to go uh half on the bill but now dating this guy he like he, he never dreams of letting me pay for dinner he's like absolutely not no well, that's what my partner's like as well he yeah. will never let me pay at all but obviously on our first date i didn't even suggest me paying i literally like the bill came over he took it put his card down didn't say anything i was like okay nice old gentleman eh and the second time i took it, oh here's like i literally put money like cash on the table and was like oh here's my half he gave it back to me he was like no point blank refused to let me pay i do think it is really rude when like girls just expect it and they don't say thank you oh yeah that's really rude a hundred percent i'm always appreciative of it because being in london you go out for dinner between two people like you're literally looking at about 150 minimum to go anywhere semi-decent yeah i mean i don't mind a nando's yeah chicken nando's is all right but sorry i've got a bit more high class than a nando's for a first date (laughs) second date third date don't matter nando's i feel like it's just like a nice like do you chill like lunch date like uh do you think for men it's a source of pride paying for dinner sometimes oh 100 percent. yeah i think if they've got it and they want to like show that girl that i can take care of them that i'm good for them they're gonna pay it and it's gonna make them feel good and they're gonna get an ego boost but it's also like making me worry less like that's nice and also i've never thought of it this way back long long time ago in the caveman days the man would go and find the food and, and he would bring put it, it back. back yeah so just paying the bill is like the equivalent these days so for all of you beta red pill who are saying that oh no like i don't have to pay the bill well if you were that masculine and manly as you so to speak and want to lecture people on how to live their lives why don't you go and catch the prey and pay the bill because that's the equivalent well don't pay the bill why don't you jump in the lake fish out my fish go grow the potatoes pick the potatoes cook the potatoes do everything yourself yeah you (laughs) You know if you if you don't want to pay the bill do it all yourself if you want me to just stay at home and be barefoot and pregnant and just slave away (laughs) 
Oh, don't. That's another ick. Actually, thinking about it, when men bring up children on the first date. Oh, I don't mind that. For somebody who can't have kids, okay, that is a major ick of mine. Purely, I think purely because I can't have kids, and I feel like that's also conversations that happen a few dates in like that first date you should be getting to know what each other's favorite color is for instance no i hate (laughs) i I am the opposite to you oh are you i think that stuff is really superficial like i don't give a shit about what your favorite color is i want to know if we have the same values if we have the same outlook on life and like funny stories yes i like to know those too but i want to know literally do we want the same things in life are we compatible and should we go on a second date if not no bye Uh, but i also think that a first date is meant to be fun right you're meant to know if you're gonna have that it's some sort of connection with the person and if you're gonna get into all the nitty-gritty and get really serious really quickly like i feel like it's just like a bit like i want to run away but, <laughs> but I think I mean, maybe that's just me personally. I want to know if we vibe first before I go on about saying that I don't want to be married because I think it's a waste of money and it's just a bit of paper and I can't have kids. So that's me. There you no, go. <laughs> I want to know if we can be life partners and then see if we can vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you could be life partners with somebody but can't vibe, how are you actually meant to have a good, vibe, happy life? <laughs> the vibes will come. You know, I don't believe in wasting my time. I'm not going to go and date I, someone who we just have, like, good vibes, but we don't see each other, like... So you almost want, like, an arranged marriage kind of set up. I'll arrange it. If, I'll arrange it myself, yeah. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> I mean. So, like, it's it's very similar to almost, like, an arranged marriage set up because on paper, they're compatible for life. They're good, you want they're, the same things. They, they, all, they all want the same things, um, but they don't have the vibe, and the vibe does come later or it doesn't <laughs> but if i've allowed you into the date i already think there's a vibe yeah the vibe is there i don't know is the vibe over messages though because <laughs> i tell you now vibes over messages and vibes in person can be completely different it's kind of like you got to go through as many as possible and say do you want the same thing no okay bye do you want the same thing no okay bye yeah quick 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 because i've not got time to waste here yeah my eggs could be scrambled (laughs) my eggs are scrambled (laughs) i've got all the time to waste i suppose well you just do your vibes in the corner yeah yeah (laughs) i'll just be vibing over here guys (laughs) okay um biggest green flag on a first date Ooh, that's a hard one actually when they actually have a good job and a good relationship with their family okay wholesome yeah i think purely because of the fact that if you've got a good relationship with your family you're very a caring person no matter what that person does you're always going to forgive them and love them because their family their blood but what if the knobheads the family well just shows how much of a bigger person that they are purely because of the fact if they can still love and care for that person and they're a complete arsehole to them then why wouldn't they do it to you you know it just shows that they are a bigger person in that respect and that they will put up with shit for the sake of family i think as well family is very subjective in terms of like you know 
let's say someone doesn't get on with their mum or dad or whatever. All right, when I say family, I mean whoever they perceive, perceive as, as family. family. I'm not going on about like your mum, your dad, your brothers, your yeah. sisters, your cousin. I'm talking about who you perceive yeah. as your family. Like if your mum's a heroin addict, like that's fine. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like uh, my mum's an alcoholic. You know, yeah. I don't have a relationship with my mum. I haven't had a relationship with my mum since foster care. You know, but you mean like, family in terms of like your network around? You. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely like a network around you sort of thing. Because yeah. my family, they're not related to me, but they are my family. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's one of them. What makes you nervous on a first date? If I think they're out of my league really yeah no such thing my love if i think i'm pushing i get so nervous but no such thing (laughs) (laughs) come on babe i know i'm at 10 but this person might be at 12 (laughs) so when you think that visually or like intellectually i think it's a bit both i think like if somebody's more intellectual like than me i get a bit intimidated because i feel a bit dumb okay and being an actual blonde, I get that associated a lot. <laughs> so I don't like making made, being made to feel dumb. <laughs> I think intelligence is really attractive, but also it can make you feel a little bit inferior if it doesn't match up. Yeah, and the other thing is like, I might be intelligent. You might be intelligent in something that I'm not. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm getting lectured about it. Yeah, like, did you take Latin? sorry what (laughs) like (laughs) no i didn't take latin i can speak french and italian thank you very much but like can you speak latin (laughs) no i don't even speak another language apart from money oh okay yeah money uh do you speak french go on go on a little bit of french do you did you do a gcse no actually my mum's french say hello my name's Esme and I'm happy to be on this podcast today bonjour je m'appelle Esme uh, je dois le pod that means I love the pod yeah I know because I don't know how to say <laughs> <laughs> my I brain c- <laughs> I call you my brain no my mum's French but um yeah since not speaking to her I haven't spoken French so <laughs> je dois le pod je dois le pod okay so you're on a date and the person in front of you is a catfish do you confront the issue head on or do you just ignore it and get through the day? I wouldn't be on the date. I'm sorry, but if you've lied to me, you've lied to me. If you're if you're going to start this relationship off as a lie, no, thank you. No, but you walk up to the date, you see the person looks different from the pictures. Like how, how different are we talking? Like dramatically different person or like just a bit of Photoshop? Let's say like you're promised Jack Carlo and you get given jack harlow in a car crash yeah i wouldn't have even walked up no but you must see them first yeah i would probably still be looking (laughs) i'm not funny i'm not being funny i would be looking at this photo looking around and if i cannot see the exact person in this photo i would be leaving purely because of the fact if you can lie to me no but you can tell that it's someone who's lied about how they i I think you're missing but what i'm trying to get is that You've walked up to this date mm-hmm. and you promised someone who looks like, I don't know, um, Leon. Let's stick with Jack Harlow. All right. And you look at the picture and then you look at the date, you register, like, oh, okay, this person is meant to look like this, but doesn't. Okay, so we're talking a bit of Photoshop. Yeah. And then the guy sees you and is like, Esme, it's me. What do you do? 
I would stand there and I'd just kind of be like, you don't look like your photos. I almost left because I couldn't see you. Um, and then if they tried to like explain it, I would just be like, look, I don't appreciate, like I can understand a bit of face tuning, right? A li- li- making yourself look a little bit more tanned, you know, smoothing your pores out. I can, I can understand that, all right? I've I've done it before where like I've been taking photos for my online content and I don't know I've got a spot so I've literally just zapped it you know like <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm a culprit for it I've done it but I'm not like making myself look like a different person <laughs> I'm <laughs> so do you just gracefully say hey you look different I'm not gonna continue goodbye I would l- I would let them explain like <laughs> if it's a little bit of photoshopping I can understand. But if you're literally like two different people, I wouldn't even want to stay on the date because I would just feel like I've been lied to. I am friends with a girl who she dyed her hair black and in all of her pictures she was blonde and she went on a date and the guy was expecting blonde and she just dyed her hair black. She Mm. didn't tell the guy she dyed her hair black and he was like, you're a catfish because you've dyed your hair. I was like, well... Yes and no. When it's something like that, I think that's very different because I'm not being funny. The amount of times I dye my hair and I've turned up to see like one of my sugar daddies or gone to a meet and they're like, oh, I thought you had pink hair and it's bright blue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, oh, I thought you had blonde hair, but it's actually like hair green cha- at the minute. <laughs> hair change... Oh. Changes like our personality. Exactly. I'm not being funny. Some girls change their hair the amount of times they change their underwear. Like, it's... Not a lot. Hair is... <laughs> hair is one of them things that you can change and not be a catfish for. Okay. Right. So your answer is, you say, what's going on to the catfish? How bad are we photoshopping? Mm. <laughs> I told you mangled up Jack yeah, Harlow in a car what crash. I mean, like, is he mangled like... Is his like face droopy, or is he like got different <laughs> eyes? Is he like got a bad nose job? But we, this is what I mean. Like, I'm gonna say talking? that he's got um, a tooth missing. Uh, nope, gone. He's got left three left, dub- no, three left, double left 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 gone gone three double chin walked away. Nope, gone <laughs> out of here. <laughs> running, running. Hey, what is? the worst place in london to go on our first date i think this just classes as the entirety of the uk mcdonald's kfc burger king any fast food chain fuck it off is someone yes yes i have been taken on a date before (laughs) the guy was really nice i actually really liked him um we seen a few times in like college and like being around each other like had really good vibes oh you were in college though yeah all right but there's so many places around brighton so many cute little cafes little cafe nero yeah but not even like a cafe nero like there's so many nicer places we literally could have gone and had fish and chips on the beach and that would have been nicer (laughs) like at sunset or something than sitting in a mcdonald's okay and the town center crackhead mcdonald's i've been to that one yeah do you know what i mean like and i'm not being funny he's like gone oh like bearing in mind he drives so he's like oh yeah like wear something nice put some heels on i'll pick you up at seven (laughs) i've made a little reservation 
Yeah, Im- Donald's, mate. Im- <laughs> Donald's. I'm sorry, but no. Can you even reserve? No, you can't. It's it, like, it's just bullshit at that point. But like, you're just lying to you. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've been like, you know what I mean? If somebody tells you to make yourself look nice, stick a pair of heels on, you think you're going somewhere nice, Wait, you right? put heels on? I full on put heels to go on. go to McDonald's? Yes, I full on put heels on because that's what I was told. And he, this guy takes us to the car park. We will get out of the car park and I'm walking through Brighton Town Centre and I'm thinking, oh, you know, there's like loads of places around here to eat, you know, like if you go into the actual um, Churchill Square bit and into the mall, you've got loads of places in there that you could go eat that are semi-fancy. Like I wouldn't have even cared if it had been in Nando's, for God's sake, at this point. I was in college. If someone takes me out to Nando's when I'm 16 years old, I'm like, you've got money, son. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And Nando's and McDonald's aren't actually that differently priced. Let's be realistic. There's probably about a five, five, ten pound in it. Nando's is more expensive. If I was 16. What, Nando's like? Yeah. We're we're talking about Nando's. Versus McDonald's. 15 years, 10, 15 years, 10 to 15 years. Yeah, I think so. If like a guy's taking, when I'm 16 and a guy's taking me out to Nando's, versus mcdonald's i'm gonna think the nando's guy is like millionaire baller yeah versus the guy who takes me to mcdonald's yeah when you're 16 yeah yeah but the guy i thought he would have been because he bought his own car he's been doing his own car up he was working at the time and he still took me to mcdonald's was he trying to do man of the people angle no idea you don't know what it was to this day no okay so that that's don't go to any fast food restaurants. I just think if you can afford to go there for two people and spend twenty pound on a meal, you can afford to spend twenty pound on something a little bit more thoughtful than McDonald's. I'll never turn down a ZZ's or a Nando's. Um, but Nando's, I'll go there for a lunch date on my own. Thank you very much. Like. <laughs> Don't take me to Nando's. Can you take me to Aquashard, please? Thank I, you. I like a pub in the countryside. Um, where is a good place in London to go on a first date? Ooh. Make it accessible for everyone. I would say somewhere like Mr. White's, which is in the Leicester strip club. Square. No. No, no, it's not a strip club. Mr. Oh, White's. Marco's. Mr. Mar- White. Marco Pierre White's, yes. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere like that purely because it's a very kind of vibey place to begin with it's not expensive but it's also not your mcdonald's if they want to drink there's alcohol if they don't want to drink soft drinks the food is decent for what the price is as well you know i think it's an all-round good kind of vibe they have music in there so it's not like awkward silence (laughs) I don't like anywhere in Leicester Square. I just think that was the first one that came to mind. That was the first place came to mind. Mr. White's in Leicester Square. It doesn't we've have to be the Leicester Square one. We've kind of already covered this. Do you speak about marriage, kids and those kinds of expectations on a first date? I wouldn't so much on a first date. Purely because letting a potential partner know that you can't actually have kids is a very big bombshell that i wouldn't really want to drop on the first date but i would maybe pry if they want kids yeah purely probably not on the first date more like the second or third purely because i'd want to know 
if there would be a way around it so like if they'd be up for adoption or surrogacy or something like that because it's not that i don't want kids it's just i can't have them can't carry can't carry so it's a bit like would you want to explore other options because me personally i'm absolutely fine without having children like i don't think it's gonna make much difference in my life no one's gonna have to watch your pub band down yeah exactly Uh, that's another thing when you have a baby do you let the man look behind the curtain you know of where the baby's being born what in the delivery room yeah no you're not seeing that come out of my vagina that will scar you for life you'll never want to go near my vagina again (laughs) like i just i hear so many mixed things about it i hear some people say that it's absolutely the most natural thing in the world and you're not intimidated it because it's your child and you love them and then i've heard oh my god i've regretted that so much i used to have so much fun down there and now i'm never gonna have fun again yeah and that's literally how i would feel for that person (laughs) like they have literally just seen a full-on baby coming out of a tiny hole (laughs) which isn't actually that tiny and you've got to think right the amount of men that you sleep with and go, oh, you're so tight, you're so tight, or oh. right, okay, <laughs> and then and then and then for your for your husband, your boyfriend, for whatever to be going, oh, you're so tight, right, to knocking you up and then seeing a literal baby come out of your vagina that, bearing in mind, you what dilates to 10 centimeter 20 20 centimeters or something like that and you can get tears and everything 10 centimeters um yeah no i'm good thanks i know a common problem of when people have babies with nba players so basketball players is that often there's quite a big disparity in size so it's like a little tiny woman who's like five foot one giving birth with a partner who is like seven foot two or something so obviously like that can cause complications of when you're birthing out the child because sometimes they'll have a c-section because the baby will be too big for the for the birthing canal yeah yeah but i think that's very specific to who you're having the child with yeah i think it's down to the genetics of what goes in the x and y chromosomes whoever i'm having a baby with better not give me a fucking one stone baby yeah i don't think that would be possible no you can get one stone babies yeah yeah they must be like tiny though like the size of your hand tiny one stone babies yeah one stone babies is 14 pounds wait that's really wait am i thinking oh wait i thought it was the other way you idiot (laughs) i thought you meant pounds not stones yeah i don't know if i'd let them look behind the curtain okay so now we're gonna move on to dating with girls who picks up the bill like how do you decide with the more same gender stuff so when i've been dating girls um i have always just said like before the date um it depends on who asks who out like there's been times where i've asked girls out and they're not paying the bill because i have asked them but if they have asked me i do just like to clarify like so this is the way i kind of view things especially when it comes to first dates that whoever asked who out does pay for the first date and then we go dutch from there after um and 
like purely because I said before the date nine times out of ten they say that's absolutely fine or oh I wouldn't actually be able to do that are we okay going halves and again I think that's fine Mm. purely because of the fact we've had that conversation before but again it's like if I've asked a girl out she's not paying the bill at all she's not picking it up do you feel like big daddy when you pay for the bill a little bit it's all right love it's on me it's all right it just means to know that i'm the top (laughs) i might do that one day i might just go to the toilet and pay the bill and be like it's on me baby don't worry duh oh i've done that before here's a hundred buy yourself something nice my first first ever girlfriend she's a bit of a butch kind of lesbian she's like she's not a princess no 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 like she wanted me to be princess like pillow princess the whole lot and do you adopt the princess more I'm very much a switch. Okay. I am very much a switch. So I wasn't really a fan of that. And I did do it several times where I literally went to the toilet and paid the bill. And she would go mad. She was at like me. baseball bats and tattoos. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like she would go mad at me that I paid the bill and then she'd be like, You're getting punished later and I'd be like, Oh yeah? Go on then. <laughs> And it would kind of be like a little like thing, but yeah, she wasn't the one when I paid the bill. What we're going to do now is I want you to think about all the worst dates you've ever had and pick the top three and I want you to give them a title each. I'll do mine and you do yours. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've actually already prepared mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think of what to name my third. So we're going to say our three titles and you're going to pick one and we're going to tell the story of this date. Okay. Okay. So mine is... <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, wet South African kiss. Oh, oh no. My other one was fake nice liberal guy okay and then the third one was crypto scammer okay i'm gonna say that one's not as interesting ah, it depends <laughs> what's that second one again fake nice liberal guy yeah i want that one <laughs> fake nice new liberal guy yeah. so, I, I think the uh sloppy wet kiss really know what that one's gonna be about no that one was just a guy who his kiss was really cold and he invited me out for a game of truth of dare after lockdown oh and he had an app for the truth of dare and he hacked the app so i would always land on dare and he was like i dare you to kiss me and i was like "Mm." but anyway you think about your i I want the liberal i want the liberal man fake liberal guy fake liberal man okay think about your titles Mm -hmm. so fake liberal guy was someone I went on just one date with around about last April and he looked nice no problems there and the dating app was good he had a picture with some friends uh, a dog looked relatively normal normal job you know whatever and then we went on this date and we were at King's Cross and when i met him the first thing that really kind of took me by surprise was his voice was really camp so he was like hey heidi can i give him his real name or not no i'm gonna call him (laughs) timothy okay 
because it was like a proper English, you know, name. Um, sorry, I'm uh, from Oxford University. I know I'm now. <laughs> what are well, those? Well, no, he was from Goldsmiths <laughs> University, so like RT University, because he worked at a record label, and right. I thought that was quite cool. And um, yeah, I thought, you know what? Here we go. Here we go in the first date. Okay. So I meet him, and he's already got this camp voice, like, "Hey, Heidi, how are you?" And then he took a step back and like looked at me, and I was like, "Hello, yes." <laughs> and then we went into this place that he, I think, he'd taken dates there before. Like, I think it was his spot because it was near his office to take people to, you know. Oh, he's taking you to his regular home. So the pre-context to this was he was very, 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 very horny and it was a little bit too much for me. He was, like, too explicit, too extreme. But I fancied him and I was like, he's just excited. And I should have known at this point. And he would just send me random pictures of him and his boxers and he said look at the definition what definition well there was definition but i wasn't asking for it it was impromptu and he was asking me if i like threesomes and i was like no (laughs) he was also i could tell from the hinge texting that he was into all of these new sex terminologies well not new but he gave a label to everything like no i'm a dom and you can be a sub and you know we can play and we can like i'm like i don't need all these terminologies that's ick you know if i want to fuck you with a strap on i'm just gonna say that i'm not gonna call myself a dom yeah do you know what just let me peg you (laughs) and anyway we went on this date and it was nice you do the pleasantries you ask you know how many siblings do you have what's your favorite color um <laughs> you know do you want to have babies <laughs> what do you do for work do you like your job how much is your income are you financially stable do you have your own home <laughs> i know <laughs> have you put in a ppi claim <laughs> do you have a car do you have good car insurance do you have home insurance do you bank with coots <laughs> <laughs> do you have premium bonds just want to know <laughs> um and as I was doing this stuff, he just bear in mind on the text I was pulling away from the sexual stuff, he was asking me more he was always switching the conversation back to sex. Mm. And to me that really turns me off because obviously when I dance, everything is about kind of doing this whole fake sexy thing and it's just not what I yeah. want to do on a date. Like I don't want to like be playing up and being a different person. Like I want to be myself. And he was really pushing this idea of a threesome, and I was like, I, I don't think that's for me. I'm sorry. Mm. And I just found him really pressury. And the thing is, is that as I was speaking to him, he was really kind of like, oh yeah, I'm I'm so LGBTQIFL whatever supportive, and I'm so for women having equal rights and you know i just think that yeah wait hold on you're actually just trying to put me in a box and make me a sex object without even realizing that's my work exactly yeah 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 Yeah. literally you fight penis from age 14 as a woman and it's really scary it is it's actually horrible and then men do this kind of thing and think that it's okay to be having these kinds of conversations with basically a stranger 
Well, the, he doesn't know I was a stripper, so he didn't know I was quite good at just handling that conversation anyway. Yeah, but you shouldn't have been good at handling that conversation. You shouldn't have needed to be good at handling that conversation because somebody who's, oh, I support women, I'm an LGBTQ, all the rest of it, well, don't give it everything about sex, everything about threesomes, everything about being a dom and a sub and... That's just so derogative. Well, it's going to take a very steep hill up now. Okay. And we just got into this conversation about how, you know, offices sometimes can be a boring place. And after lockdown, it's progressive as people can work from home or work in an office. And just as a creative fun joke, I said, oh, but what would you implement in the office to make it more fun? And he was like, oh, seriously? And I was like, yeah. He looked into my eyes and he said pussy licking wednesday oh no <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he was like and then i would do blowjob thursdays oh god <laughs> and he was serious and he thought that was a sexy moment where we were like trading you know thoughts and stuff and i was like what you're gonna get someone in the in in the little you know the little room in the floor office just to individually lick everyone's pussies are you gonna do that because sharon's not gonna do that from hr sharon from hr would be having a bloody field day because she'd be going absolutely nuts (laughs) like not at pussy licking wednesday but uh she'd be going nuts trying to find a way to fire you without it coming up as like <laughs> wrong dis- wrongful dismissal or something but if it if it's been put into the system then it's not a fireable offense if that's office policy and then toby the cleaner can do all no but tony be- tony the cleaner would be doing all the pussy licking then maybe sharon would do the blowjobs on thursdays and they would swap according to who wants what oh yeah because you know we're we're, we're uh lgbtq liberal and all <laughs> <laughs> just like be each to their own (laughs) i don't know i don't think he meant it seriously but i think he meant it seriously as like a sexy moment yeah but that's just so bad (laughs) i just think it's so funny to think about it like you go into a cubicle 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 eh you want it in a cubicle well that's how it would work and you get your muff licked and then you feel a bit happier to go and do some work is that the intention Uh, well you know an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away <laughs> like I, I, are you on retainer <laughs> like what what's the well if this is the case right and he actually wants to do it can he just like employ me to do it because i'll do it for a meal a year you know <laughs> I, i'll do my flicking and sucking <laughs> but everyone in the office not everyone's got the same level of yeah that's cleanliness fine. Yeah, that's fine i'll take him into the bathroom before don't worry i'll give him a little rinse <laughs> out i just farted because she made me laugh <laughs> and i'm literally lying down in my <laughs> i just farted in esme's face nice <laughs> <laughs> sorry this isn't like the real intellectual <laughs> but we got pussy licking wednesdays so don't worry. And, and blowjob Thursday. <laughs> if you're listening to this on your commute or, you know, you're going into the office and you listen to this on the tube or wherever Just you are. Just remind your significant other. It's Pussy Licking Wednesday and Blowjob Thursdays. 
and you need it to relieve your sexual tension. I can't work without it. <laughs> it just doesn't get the same. Well, like an office revolt because they took away blowjob Thursday. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. We will um, do a walkout if they take away blowjob Thursdays. <laughs> Full on walkout, office walkout. We'll all leave. What would you like? Could what would you implement then? I would implement anal Wednesday. No, <laughs> no. I would implicate something really stupidly funny, like I don't know, Titty Tuesday, right? <laughs> And I'd literally, okay, we call it Titty Tuesdays, but it's not actually titties, right? It would literally be like cupcakes in the shape of tits to boost like office morale, to have a bit of a laugh and a joke on your lunch break. Okay. I'd be doing something like that. If it's got to be like sexually, I'd be doing something like that. Well, you spend Titty a lot Tuesday. of time in Soho. Have you been to the cockery? No, <laughs> I actually haven't. It's opposite where we used to work. There was this lollipop shop called the Cockery, and all the lollipops looked like penises. Yes, I've walked past there several times. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had a cock from the Cockery, but I've always been intrigued. I've not had a cock from that Cockery, but I did in Amsterdam. We bought some um, dick lollies. Yes, some penis lilies. I wonder if you can mould it off your partner. But also, yes, you can. Okay. Yes, you can. There is a thing called clone a willy. <laughs> nice and uh, one of my friends has the most disgusting story about a fucking clone the willy. Basically, her parents had used to clone a willy, right? Yeah. And basically, her mum had made a dildo. Mm. Dad's penis, right? Now, after her parents unfortunately passed away, she found this dildo or the rest of it didn't think much of it actually sold it to somebody online um to then later find out that her dad had been basically kind of really and done it all because she found paperwork after and then she felt really bad because she felt like she'd just sold her dad's penis i i I think that's livable well at least she didn't fuck it (laughs) or make it into an ice lolly and suck it yeah you know. There's lots of worse things she could have done with it, but yeah. Would you rather suck an ice lolly shaped like one of your relatives' penis, <laughs> or suck a random person's penis? Do I have to know which family member it is? No Russian roulette. Then yeah, I'll suck a lollipop of a family members. Because why am I gonna be sucking some random guy's dick just to not eat a lollipop? <laughs> A lollipop that I actually have no emotional connection to. Lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the date. So after the pussy licking Wednesdays and the blowjob <laughs> Thursdays, he thought this was his angle to start getting a bit closer. And he walks, so we're facing each other. He, get, You can already sense I'm a bit pulling away. I'm not answering his sexual mm. questions. I'm not really giving much. And then he comes and sits on the bench. And even though, like, I think some people might think, oh, well, you dance and you're a stripper and you must be really good at asserting your boundaries and stuff. Not all the time. Sometimes in work, yes, but in a civilian world, sometimes I do still find it uncomfortable the way men, you know, 
proposition themselves and dates and stuff mm. and i struggle to say no because i don't want to be seen as a mean person or a bitch or a you know like a tease or a not that i'm teasing but you know someone who's frigid because you're frigid if you don't want to have sex you're a whore if you do want to have sex x y and z but anyway he sits next to me and now we're sitting side to side and he puts his leg on my thigh and i'm like okay well we're gonna have to wrap this up soon because i'm gonna mm-hmm. want to go and i did have a friend who could phone me but like obviously i can't get to my phone to get her to call yeah and he was like oh i like your lips and went in to kiss and i pulled away and i said oh no i, I don't kiss on the first date i have kissed on the first date but just not on this first yeah date. um i don't know where he's been on blowjob thursdays you yeah, know exactly i'm not being funny he could be the one giving him <laughs> yes he could and then basically he said oh well i thought you'd be coming back to mine tonight no what would give you that impression well you know i think you just look like such a sub and you would enjoy daddy's big cock i was like ew what ew run not my dad i don't think you have a big cock run away i know and i was like okay (laughs) ha 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 i literally didn't know what to do in this moment and i know i felt so disappointed in myself i didn't just leave and then i just kind of laughed away and then went in for a kiss again and i pulled back and it was just so uncomfortable Mm. and you know eventually he said right should we get the bill he made me split the bill (laughs) babe i would have literally just got up if like i'd already pulled away and i said that i wasn't kissing i don't kiss on first dates i've already made it clear that i'm not coming back to your house with you and yet you're still then trying to kiss me you've made me feel uncomfortable i would have literally just stood up i would have gone thank you for the date but you've just made me feel very uncomfortable and i wish to not speak to you again i would have got my stuff and left because that is a major boundary cross the literal fact that you said you don't kiss on first dates you're not comfortable going back to his house and then he still tries and kisses you i did feel like asking for angela oh girl i would have done i would have done like that's a major boundary cross well then we went outside and it had turned darker at that point Mm. like outside and i was trying to go to one of the tube stations and i was like well he's gonna go home to to the tube stations but i thought you know what i'll walk home because it's not far Mm. and i was oh well i'm gonna go this way and you probably want to get the tube and he's like okay yeah and he kept on not wanting to go to the tube and he was oh i'll walk you home and i said oh no it's fine um and then we walked around this whole block for like half an hour and he was like are you am i really not coming to yours you're coming to mine i was like uh no and then he literally was like oh frigid and then walked away (laughs) fucking awesome I'm sorry, but that person doesn't even deserve to be in a relationship or deserve any more time spent with you. Like, that's just... But as it was just so jarring because... I would have just got up and left at that moment. No, but, like, I think uh, women can relate. You can be very assertive and, you know, in the moment. But sometimes you're just caught by surprise and you can't really... You almost, like, freeze yeah and it was one of those moments like there's been so many periods in my life especially when i was like a young girl like a teenager where i couldn't do anything about it and i couldn't mm. get out of situations but like that just really took me back to that and i was like how dare you 
you can see I'm uncomfortable. I wouldn't, if I tried to kiss someone and they pulled away, I wouldn't want to kiss them, someone who doesn't want to kiss me. Yeah, that's literally what I mean. Like, you've made the fact that you don't want to kiss him. Mm. And yet he's still trying. That's... Oh. And also, I had a t-shirt, like a white cotton normal t-shirt, so my boobs Mm. weren't exposed. And he was like, I bet they're good under there as well in the day. Oh. Yeah. That's... I've been vulgar. I've been treated with more class at the strip club. Oh, 100%. And even at some of the more skanky ones. I'm not being funny, but like... If they'd said that at a strip club, you would have been able to Get deal with it better dance. because you kind of expect it and then you would have been able to be like, yeah, all right, then come on, pay me, sort of thing, and get make money of home. But because it's like in your own personal life, mm. it just makes it even harder because you don't expect that to be happening in your personal life. You expect it at the club. But the thing that's really deceiving about him is that I reckon in his social media, he was a guy who had all the badges in his profile, like BLM, uh, LGBTQIFL. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like um, rights for women. Oh, I, I'm like sure. Anytime that there Iran. is uh, protests or anything going mm. on, he is the first one to be reposting them and showing all of this support. Like it was very performative. It was as uncomfortable as I was. I do find blowjob Thursdays quite funny. <laughs> and yeah, the buzzy licking. Ones. Yeah, they, they, that is quite funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's my story. Give me your titles. Okay. <laughs> we have the customer. Mm-hmm. Vomit boy. Okay. And Mister Knock. Mister Knock. Narc. Narc. Oh, like you're a narc. Like narp- narcoleptic. What's narcoleptic again? Uh, that's when when you get too excited, you fall asleep. Uh, well, I feel like I can sense what that one is. I want to know... I really want... The customer. Yeah, I want the customer. I want the customer. Okay, so I was working um, at this bar. It was a hotel bar, to, mm. be, to be fair. A hotel bar. Let's, let's clarify this. Okay. He did not live here. Stay in the hotel every time he'd travel over. Regular guest. Regular guest. The problem was, Mr. Regular Guest liked a Johnny Walker. So he would come in and check in, come to the bar. And I'd be there and I'd serve him his Johnny Walker. Double. One rock of ice. Every time. And it went on for about three or four months, you know, just general chit-chat. And he was like, I really want to take you out on a date. Take you somewhere nice. Get out of this hotel. When do you finish? I actually happened to be finishing at nine o'clock that evening. So I was just like, yeah, nine. I finish at nine, whatever. And we had, like, quite a good vibe at the bar anyway. But I do with most people at the bar because most of the time they're drunk. And I'm paid to be there. Um, but yeah, we've gone out of the hotel and we've just gone like a little walk around the corner. Found this little pub. They do like a little bit of pub grub. I was like, cool, whatever. We're sat talking. He's like asking me what I'm doing with my life. Like if I want to work at the hotel forever. Mm. What more ambitions do I have? What I'd like to do. Any place I want to travel. And he's like, baby girl, I'll give all of that to you. All you have to do is marry me yeah i'm like what (laughs) what and you didn't shit on his chest 
no okay no no, no 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 i didn't shit on his chest no 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 he literally was like marry me and i was like no like that's not something i want to and you know when like somebody just won't let something go yeah he was one of them he wouldn't let it go and he wouldn't let it go and it got to the point i was like a visa my man not sure not sure (laughs) but you know he's very wealthy like the hotel i was used to be working at a room for the night just your bog standard single room was about 180 pound for the night so not exactly your cheap premiere in, but not exactly like the W or the Ritz or the Hilton, for yeah. instance. In between, you know. Um, and it made me feel a bit uncomfortable because he kept going on about it. And by this point, like I'd finished my food. I had a very, very nice steak and chips, you know, a nice bit of pub grub. I was very full. I was feeling a bit sleepy. Uh, and I was like tired from work as well. And I sort of got to the point where I said to him, I was like, look, I'm not marrying you. We can have some fun when you're in the country. You know, go on a few little dates, whatever, but nothing more. And he says, well, my first wife won't like that. Okay. I'm like, okay, no worries, no worries. Like, cultures have many different wives in many different places. You know what I mean? He's like, no. We must be married to be seeing each other, to be seen with each other, Mm. right? And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? like do you really think like you're some hierarchy god type of person mm-hmm. right anyway call it a night ended up like walking back to the hotel and i was like right i'm gonna go sort of thing thanks for the note following day he has come back down to the bar and again he's like will you marry me will you marry me will you marry me and i'm like no no really wants that visa served him history but i don't know whether he was like trying to do it in a sense of the fact that he already had when i actually find out three wives due to social media um i don't know whether it was due to that or if because these wives were in different countries and his business was very suspicious to say the least because he used to come on business trips yeah but you'd never see him leave the hotel. Doing business. So what was he actually doing in the, that room? Fucking. You would never see him leave the hotel. Okay, so... But... Yeah, it literally went on for like weeks and weeks and weeks of him doing it every time he stayed until it got to a point I had to get my manager involved. Okay. <laughs> and he got banned from the hotel. <laughs> and he just really wanted to marry you. He just wanted to marry me. Just really, really he wanted, wanted to marry me. He wanted to make me. you wife number four. Wife number four, yeah. I could never share. I could never ever share. I have no issue with sharing, but what it is was the whole way about it, you know? Like, she got approached to be a fourth wife, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. From, yeah. From a customer at my bar of a hotel. Bit freaky. Almost thought I had a stalker at one point from it. (laughs) I need her BB. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I've just actually remembered another date I went on. They're all coming out now. <laughs> um, I'm not really into casual sex, but it was a few years ago and I was feeling horny. Mm-hmm. So I went into the pub and there was this guy and he looked all right. I was a- attracted to him and he was Welsh, which is a red flag, even though I'm part Welsh. 
Okay. Um, it could have been my cousin. Girl, jeez. Um, <laughs> and then basically, he used to be in the army, and now he was working as a bouncer. Funny enough, in Soho, oh. and he wanted to train to be a chef. And I was like, you know what? You'll do for a night. Fair enough. And then, I'll have a bit of yeah. But he kept on going on about how like he really wants to change the cuisine world and he wants to make food more <laughs> accessible to normal people like make I'm sorry what <laughs> like, do people not do people not already eat food like he wants ma- to make food <laughs> more accessible to people but i think he meant it in a way that it was more gourmet food he wanted to make more accessible okay. i was like gourmet wouldn't be gourmet unless there was a class system you know there's a reason why yeah. <laughs> you know mm. if we were all have uh oysters and caviar yeah filet mignon then yeah. it wouldn't be filet mignon i understood what he was like saying a bit stink and he was like this guy he would always say this phrase and he was like i wear my heart on my sleeve and he said this about five times you know times. what he reminds me a car crash what he reminds me a car crash right i crashed this guy's car on a first date he, he let me drive his car yeah he decided that he was he was trying to get me to race this other car so I was like, don't test me. Don't test me. <laughs> I crashed his car, right? But the whole time we've been on this day, Wait, right? Yes, go back, go back. <laughs> he wanted you to raise someone else. In his car. It's <laughs> got like, dressed like what? All right, let me, let me give you a bit more context. And so then we'll get back to my story. We have been, we'd have been on the date, right? And he kept going, oh, I've got my heart on my sleeve. You know, what you see is what you get. I can't have nobody like oh and I love everybody I want to do this I want to make the world a better place one of these ones right I'm by the people for the people yeah 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 <laughs> but it's like I have my heart on my sleeve it's yours just take it like proper cringy right yeah. proper cringy did he have veneers yeah he did actually <laughs> he also had can I just say he also had a white BMW right <laughs> ew Right, yeah, yeah, with red leather seats, okay? So, yeah, he'd had a few drinks, and he was like, I think I'm going to be over the limit. And I hadn't drank, and he was like, you drive, right? And I'm like, yeah, I can drive. He's like, all right, can you drive my car? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So we get to these traffic lights. I'm driving the car, everything's absolutely fine. Pull up to these traffic lights, and there's an Audi TT that's pulled up next to us. Nice. And he's like revving it a little bit, you know. And my date is like, go on, rev it, rev it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to ruin your car. He's like, rev it. And I was like, revved it. The lights, we're like going forward, just revving. The lights turn green. This Audi has gone whiff off, like sped off. And he's like, catch him, catch him. And we're going on to a 60 dual carriageway. Um, isn't this like little link road thing and I was um, alright okay I know this road quite well <laughs> what the fuck so I've gone for it <laughs> caught up with the car overtook the car the problem was there is a very very tight bend on this road 
that you do kind of have to slow down to about 40 on. And anyone who's learning how to drive, you don't speed up round a bend. No, you don't. You also <laughs> don't go round double the speed limit on the bend either. <laughs> Were you going to drift round the corner? Uh, no, I wasn't quite. That wasn't my plan. I was trying. I had brakes fully slammed on trying to do an emergency stop. But when you're going just over 100 miles an hour. It's kind of hard. Uh, that's very hard. Corners approached. I've seen a lorry coming round the corner. I have no choice. I have gone up onto the pay- like the pavement section, but there is a lamppost and a wall. I have thought I was going into the lamppost, but I've gone through the lamppost and the wall. I've completely ripped the axes out from underneath the car. It was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what he said? First thing he said was, it's all right, we're alive. And I love you because we're alive. Oh, God. <laughs> I want my heart on my sleeve. Literally. <laughs> like, what do you call that guy? He, he was very... I don't know what name you give him. Like, subculture. Man of the people guy? Fuck knows. I think you call him a Steve. Steve. What? It's like a Karen, yeah? <laughs> yes. Like, I got you, babe. But can we go halves? <laughs> No, I just, I just, I don't know what you'd call. Them. Well, well, my Steve, so to speak, he, you know, was doing this big speech about his vision for <laughs> making food more accessible. I just to can't. <laughs> I think because he had a few. That's the way he phrased it. And then basically, we got some bikes on the way back to mine and we went into the convenience store he's like it's all right babe it's on me the bottle of wine and i was like oh should we get like this nice pinot he's like "Uh, i like echo falls (laughs) so then i think because it was cheaper and then you got the echoes falls which is you know i'm not there for the wine i'm there for the shtick and then we went back to mine started speaking and there's nothing fundamentally wrong with his character and then we came into the bedroom. <laughs> right here, where we're sitting now. <laughs> Please, this is a stop. Please tell me you've changed your sheets. <laughs> this was a like a year and a half ago. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's, fine. No, that's fine. I'll stay where I'm at then. <laughs> well, and then basically we started making out, and he was like, "I really want a blowjob," and I was like, "I, I did half of one, you know, on him." Mm-hmm. And then basically he was like ready to go. I'm like, I take care of my vagina. My vagina looks really good. It has to. It's my job. Of course. And like basically like I gave it all a shave and it was like razzle dazzle. Let's go. Um, And then basically he like pushes me onto the bed, which is the vibe. And then kisses down my stomach. And then he goes to put his cock in. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, well, I thought we were going to have sex. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah what that's what we're play. doing. And, and it was like, oh, I don't really do BJs with guys who don't go down on girls. So if you're not going to do that, then I don't think we should have sex. And he was like, oh, no, just come on. And he tried to put the penis in again. I was like, no, seriously, like, I don't want to have sex unless you're going to go down on me. Like, it's clean, it's good, it's ready to rock. Yeah. And then he was, oh, you girls have to ruin everything, don't you? He started putting his clothes on and stuff. And bear in mind, like, I'd given him half a blowjob. He was like, he's a little bit antsy. He was like, oh, 
um i only share those things with people i really care about i was like what what the fuck have i just done i didn't really i don't really care about you yeah. but i've had to do my end of the bargain See, this is why i like a good old 69 because then they can't say shit throw on the bed sit on their face and start sucking the cock up it's what the are they gonna do uh, well it's the only experience i've had where a guy's not been all for it so i think it was a him thing and then oh, yeah. basically he got huffed and tuffed and put his clothes back on and i was like i think you should leave and he was like oh don't worry i was um and then <laughs> he left my door and because <laughs> there's two ways to go as soon as you exit my door he went down to the basement and i was like you're in the basement and he was huffs and tuffs back upstairs and it was like it's on the right and he leaves and slams the door i was like you toss her you fucking wanker <laughs> i know <laughs> like wow but i don't believe in that like i'm so i don't think i could live my life with someone who isn't about the peach or licking the peach i'm sorry but if you don't want to lick my fanny as much as i love licking fanny <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what am I doing with you? <laughs> like, I if you don't want to muff bang me, like, I want to muff bang you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I think we know where we need to send these men. Pussy licking Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to send them on a uh, crash course. <laughs> they need to give out the... They, they can be hired to do all the pussy licking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, now we're going to move on to a more kind of final segment. This one is more about behaviour you shouldn't do on a first date and, like, weird ways we've heard people to, like, mindfuck people on first dates. So I heard, do you know a girl called Sophia Franklin? Yeah, I recognise her name, yeah. She was like on Call Her Daddy years ago. Uh, oh, but she had this yeah. really good, um, <laughs> really like toxic trait where she'd go on a shot with a guy and she would get the bartender to send her a shot and pretend it's from another guy. So the guy she was on the date would feel insecure. Oh yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah, so anything like that that you know of? Um not been funny i have done that before i only done it purely because of the guy was just gross right he was just gross with the way he was just behaving really um there was no like wasn't like one thing that i could pinpoint it was just like the way he was talking Mm. and the way like you know when somebody looks at you like a piece of meat yeah yeah it was that kind of vibe and uh yeah i basically i went to the toilet and then i said to the like waitress as i went i was like can you send me a glass of wine because he didn't want me drinking either he was like no alcohol kind of thing mm. and then i just said to the waitress i was like can you just send me a glass of wine to my table but can you tell me somebody from the bar sent it so my date doesn't get like pissed off that i'm drinking because mm. he doesn't want me drinking sort of thing <laughs> he was like i'm not allowed to order alcohol i was like i'll pay for it now <laughs> like sort of yeah. thing so I've gone and done that, come back from the toilet. A few minutes later, she brings over my glass of wine and she goes, oh, the guy at the bar thought that you were really pretty and thought you looked like you needed a drink. <laughs> pretty much. And literally, she gave me the drink. This guy's face looked like a, somebody had smacked me in the face. 
literally looked like somebody had smacked him in the face. I don't know anything about the first date that I've done that's particularly toxic. But when I was 19, the guy I was seeing, he wasn't a boyfriend, but we'd been dating, started dating a girl who was like two years above. Okay. So he's pulling. Yeah, he likes me a bit older, eh? I I understand that, you know, if you've got something when you're in high school two years older than you it attaches more status oh yes definitely so anyway i saw them on a night out and i was like i could be really petty here and she was wearing like you know like a a top and a bottom that matched each other like a cowboy a cowboy she was wearing and i said to her because i think i looked like quite a nice person I just really didn't like them. I really didn't want to like pay them attention. Yeah. And I said, "Oh my gosh! Like, is this like a pajama night? I love your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> is this a club pajama night?" <laughs> um. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't think I am petty. I think I am in a sense of that. If someone does something bad to me, I I like to get even. Yeah, I'm petty in that sense. My first ever boyfriend made me realize that i was severely into girls um he cheated on me and got the girl pregnant or so we thought just keep that in mind but uh i then and went on a date and ended up sleeping with his best friend nice yeah i'm love that i'm, I'm petty like that you cheat on bearing in mind let's give a bit more backstory i was uh living in his house um because i'd just been kicked out of my uh halfway house from my first parents so like i started living with him and uh basically when his dad found out that he cheated on me he got kicked out of his own house (laughs) do you fuck the dad no but me and his dad are actually still really good like friends to this day like we still catch up but yeah so i went on a date with his best friend um slept with his best friend him and his best friend that had a full-on punch-up turns out when the baby was born his best friend was the baby daddy oh god because his best friend had been putting there too with the girl he was cheating on me with <laughs> have you ever cheated i've not ever cheated no and i never will do i know what it feels like <laughs> and i would never want to do that to somebody else i've never cheated i don't understand it like if you're that unhappy why don't you just end it yeah or i'm not being funny if you're taken i don't know your eyes being catched by someone else talk to your partner about it because nine times out of ten i'm pretty sure they'd either want a bit or they won't mind having a one-time open thing where they could go sleep with somebody else as well and it's no questions asked and i think as well where people get so jealous over their partners and they actually have a fear that their partner's gonna cheat that's a massive red flag unless it's just the insecurity of the person because like if you can if you really can like take my boyfriend or like my partner away from me do it obviously they weren't mine to begin with if you can go and do that go and do that i think i'd like if i pick someone good enough and like a good egg they're not gonna do it yeah you know well that was the thing like after he my first boyfriend cheated on me i was then started dating girls and it my first kind of girlfriend wasn't kind of girlfriend was wasn't i don't know how to explain it situation semi girlfriend situation ship that was fine like you know i didn't really think that she was going to cheat on me because we weren't really together but then my actual first 
girlfriend i had it constantly cheating yeah like i constantly had this fear that she was going to cheat on me she would go to college or work or whatever and i'd literally be like she's cheating on me she's cheating on me this one she's not answering she's cheating on me and then i literally had to like keep telling myself that just because one person has done it to me doesn't mean to say that the next person is going to do it to me yeah and i literally just had to keep telling myself and telling myself and telling myself but it ended up breaking me and my girlfriend up anyway and you also (laughs) have to remember not everyone can have such a sophisticated taste palette like some people do like chicken nuggets or catfish when there's caviar in this world but on that note i think we've wrapped up the podcast so you've yes. had it all what have we had on this podcast episode we've had bad dates <laughs> we've had esme street racing we've had fuck clean girl aesthetic yeah we had we've had titty tuesdays uh pussy licking wednesdays <laughs> and bee job thursdays Was getting it all in <laughs> wasn't that two of the same thing no what do you say? Titty Tuesdays. <laughs> Wait, so let's do the week before we go. So we've got Muff Monday. No, it's not Muff Mondays. Because it's that the muff, muff banging is still like <laughs> pussy licking, you know. So let's swap the pussy licking to the Monday. All right, so Muff Bang Mondays. <laughs> muff Bang Mondays. Titty, Titty Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Wanker Wednesdays. <laughs> a wank you off Wednesdays. Wank you off Wednesdays. And then on Thursday Thursdays. can still be um, Blowjob Thursday. So I'd put that at Freaky Friday. <laughs> no, Freaky Friday is the orgy day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Saturday is not in the office, but you could call it... Simps Saturday. No, that's too basic. What, a simp? You want to be a simp, yeah? Sausage sausage (laughs) Saturday, where you just have all the sausages all at once. Ooh, ow. (laughs) Wait, how many holes are we going for? (laughs) I don't know. It's just who you meet up with in your spare time. You just have the sausage. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) And then on Sunday, we can have um, Karma Sutra Sunday. Okay. Or is that too official? No, oh, I don't know. It might be. It might um, be completing the week off with a high there. What about Susan Sunday where Susan just comes in? Well, we might have Timothy Thursdays then. Timothy can go and fuck himself. <laughs> Timothy can probably have fun. Timothy is probably on a sex offenders list already. Yeah, he gives up vibes. <laughs> God, wouldn't put him near a kid's schoolyard. Anyway, anyway. on that note, thanks for having me. Love you lots. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> drop. Anyway, right, lots of love. Um, thank you for listening to the episode. Esme, can they find you anywhere? Yes, hit me up on my Insta, Esme underscore LND, my OnlyFans, and my slushy is the same. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You can follow all of our links in the socials. Thank you for listening to this more laid back episode. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Bye. Sorry, if you're still there, we've just added one to Thursday. What are we doing on Thursday? Thrush Thursday. Because you've been so fucking busy in the week already. Well, you know, it's Muff Bang Monday, Titty Tuesday, Wank Off Wednesday. It's got to be a Thrush Thursday. (laughs) 